Welcome to another episode of Behind the Now. Today, I get to chat with storyboard artist and illustrator, Charlotte Beavers. Charlotte has worked on many popular animated shows at Bento Box Entertainment and Universal Pictures. Listen in to dive into the magical process of animation. Hi, Charlotte. Thank you so much for doing this with me today. I'm so excited to talk to you. I've heard such amazing things, so I'm super excited. That's so nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm happy to be here. Um, I have also heard uh, amazing things from my other friend that did this podcast here <laughs> one time. So, yeah. Awesome. So, Charlotte, you're a storyboard artist, animation artist, illustrator. Talk to me about your pathway in that so far. Like, when did you decide to do that? Um, how did you get into it and actually be working in it? Um, walk me through that a bit. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, happy to. Um, so I, I went to college at this, um, little, little school called Edinburgh. I, I always have to tell people it's not the cool Edinburgh in the UK. It's a mm-hmm. tiny Edinburgh near Lake Erie where it's always freezing cold and covered in snow. <laughs> um, okay. but, but I had a good experience. I, I met some cool people there. Um, and I graduated and it took me about two years. Uh, so I moved back to my hometown of Pittsburgh and uh, I, w- I worked just like at a coffee shop and a few other jobs uh, for a couple years while I was like traveling out to LA occasionally to network. Um, and I had some friends that ended up getting uh, work as a storyboard artist, like out in the industry. Uh, and they moved out there and I was in contact with them and I had a visit planned. And weirdly, like right at the same time of that visit, uh, a spot opened up at, at a studio they were at. And so I was able mm. to get yeah, I was able to get a storyboarding test. And so I actually moved out to LA with work, which is, I think, a really oh, that's amazing. Yeah, rare and privileged experience. So, uh, and since then, I've just been hopping around doing a doing a lot of different things. But yeah, did, that's so cool. Did that answer the question? Okay, is there anything else? Yeah, totally. Um, <laughs> totally. So how did you actually learn? So you studied storyboard art, um, and illustration, all of that in college, I assume, right? Yeah. So actually, um, to go back further, uh, so I, I've kind of always been, uh, drawing and doodling mm-hmm. my whole life. Like, you know, when I was young, it was like my little ponies and then it evolved Disney characters. Uh, so, you know, I hit puberty and then it's drawing whoever I had a crush on. <laughs> um, so yeah. So, and then, um, so yeah, so I was always kind of doing it and, um, I got diagnosed with ADHD like later in life, but that explains a lot of things about my younger life where I felt like I couldn't really do anything else, but I could be really good at drawing. Um, mm. So that kind of just naturally led me to, I was like, well, maybe I can be a fine artist or a graphic designer. Um, uh-huh. And then uh, I, I, when I was looking at colleges, I saw that Edinburgh specifically had an animation program. So um, I studied kind of generalized uh, mm-hmm. Animation, uh, not necessarily specifically storyboarding, because um, a lot of our professors. We had one professor who he had worked in like The Lion King back in the day. Oh wow! Yeah, so really talented people, but they weren't as in touch with necessarily like the uh, the current industry and how okay. it's going. So that was something I had to kind of figure out for myself, uh, and yeah. uh, quickly realized that storyboarding was where most of the jobs were. Oh, I see. Okay, amazing. And how did you have friends already in it? Like, was that also from your same school or different yeah. people you had connected with? Yeah. So these are people that I went to college with. I, unfortunately, okay. we, don't really, we don't really speak anymore because, you know, just. Yeah. Totally. Really <laughs> so, yeah. Um, 
but uh, but very talented artists. I know they're still working in the industry, so um, mm-hmm. feelings there. Um, but yeah, so that so that was that's why I always tell people if they're like on the fence about going to to a college or school, you know, I'd say, you know, depending if you're financially, if you can do it, do it. Cause you can make connections there. Um, and mm-hmm. I'd say that was honestly the most valuable thing from my, my experience, but not, yeah. everyone, not everyone needs to go to school genuinely for it. If they, um, you know, are able to find enough resources on their own. Cause there's so many like tutorials like online and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like that. So yeah, that's uh, so interesting. Yeah. And it's, and it's really honestly, and you can reach out to like most industry professionals like me, if you reach out to me and are like, how did you, can you help me like know what to do? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I love to, to help bring, you know, people into the industry. So, yeah. I, yeah. That's so cool. And like so many, um, animation artists and other roles in animation, I find that they're so open, like so friendly and so genuine and grounded. And it does seem very easy to reach out like that, like what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, I, that's something I always say about working in animation is it's so easy to make friends because you're all kind of interested in the same things. That's how yeah. you how you got into your field. Um, I guess that's maybe true of other fields, but it feels especially fun with animation because it's like your passion got you there. You know, you're like, oh, uh-huh. yeah. this. oh, yours is too? Like, okay, we're best friends now, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's incredible. And at UCLA, like one of my favorite classes ever was history of animation it was just mind-blowing the mm-hmm. process that goes in it history of animation yeah it's history of animation but it was also like about the whole process to make one film or like one show you know <laughs> yeah it was that's really awesome. amazing no it's like i mean yeah that's not what i do <laughs> i don't want you to get these guys are crazy but if you watch like those old disney animators like because uh it, at my school they didn't get Cintiqs until I graduated. So I had like a little taste mm. of like the paper, like flipping, you know, the paper and getting all the like paper cuts and stuff. Yeah. Um, and so I'm, I'm not a day goes by that. I'm not like, I, I love my Cintiq. It's like makes things mm. so much easier. <laughs> so I hear this all the time, but talk a little bit more like what a Cintiq is, like how does it work? And what is it exactly? <laughs> yeah, totally. I know like everyone brings this up in animation and I kind of know, but just for maybe listeners that don't know exactly totally. what it is or like how it works or how it um, helps. Oh my God. Anytime I say anything that's like animation lingo that you don't, I'm so like deep in that I'm, I'm speaking yeah. a different language. Um, no, so Cintiqs are basically computers that you can draw directly onto. Okay. So if you open up, like, like I draw a lot in Photoshop. Um, mm-hmm. I work mainly in Storyboard Pro for my professional work. Um, but I also do like a lot of digital painting because I do, I both do storyboard and design. Um, mm-hmm. And so I do more of my like design, all of my design work really in Photoshop. So. Okay. Oh, amazing. And it's like, I imagine it, it's like a thing that you like, it's like, it's more like a table thing, right? It's like slanted. Yeah, oh my gosh. I wonder, oh, it's, it's like big. I literally have it right next to my computer. <laughs> it's okay. Okay, so I imagine it correctly. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, okay. All right. Perfect. Cool. Um, okay. That's awesome. So what are the different roles in animation? So I know you do storyboard artists, but you have experience in lots of different roles I saw. Um, yeah. Like what are the different roles kind of an overall? Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, that was, I would say like for me coming out of college, that was the most 
confusing and hard thing to to know and to figure out was like mm. uh what 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 should I focus on like what what should I narrow my portfolio yeah. down broaden my portfolio you know um and I would say like I've had periods where I've like narrowed my portfolio down for specific jobs but then at the same mm-hmm. time I've all I like I, I let myself draw a lot and do what I enjoy so I've also kind of branched out over time but it, it's yeah. taken years to develop like a more varied portfolio so I was okay oh interesting yeah I always tell students to like it helps sometimes to focus uh, on like one one specific thing for a time to get that job and then once you get mm-hmm. that you see how you like it and maybe branch out into other uh, areas which is kind of what's been happening for me so I, I focus so there's storyboard artists um you know uh which is where I I have most of my knowledge in um, um. Uh, but then you, so my first job actually was a storyboard revisionist and that's like a really good job for people beginning to know about, um, like beginning their careers to know about, because Mm -hmm. I basically was able to, I was revising finished storyboards that were coming in from Canada because the studio was like, Oh, so interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Outsourcing the work. And so then they hired me and another board revisionist and, uh, we would just go through and, uh, correct the things that the director didn't like. And so I was Mm-hmm. learning what not to do through mistakes from the board team. And yeah, that's brilliant. While also not having quite the heavy workload of like a full board artist. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, so, that, so that's kind of the two things within storyboarding. And then a lot of times okay. if you're a storyboard artist, you can work your way up and become a director, which is uh, something that I'm, I'm, I'd love to eventually do. I've, mm-hmm. uh, own, I haven't really technically directed. I've just within my own projects and stuff like that but okay um, yeah because I did see I noticed that I was like oh my gosh that's so cool so what does a director do exactly in animation yeah so um a lot of times uh in animation you know direct storyboarders end up becoming directors um they oversee you know the whole thing they talk with like the production side of things and Mm -hmm. communicate between the artists and stuff like that keep things running smoothly uh, a lot of times they, sometimes, uh, you know, I've had certain friends that have, uh, directed on certain things and they will pick certain sequences that they have a really clear idea, uh, of how they want it to unfold in the show mm-hmm. and they'll just animate it themselves. So, or board, sorry, board it themselves. Okay. Um, so they can still, so, anim- uh, directors can still do storyboarding, um, mm-hmm. or they can, you know, I, I think most of the directors I know also also board for the show. They just kind of divvy oh, out the work more. And uh, I've heard it's a lot of meetings <laughs> when I ask them. <laughs> a lot of meetings. Uh, so okay. yeah, that's actually that's very um, that's a good point to bring up. You know, because yeah. sometimes the work I think can be more solitary. Sometimes it's like more collaborative, right? Oh. Like it kind of depends. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it depends. And I mean, after the pandemic, obviously it's been a little harder to have it mm-hmm. be, be like a collaborative space because we're mm-hmm. all uh independently although I know some studios are opening up more now which is great <laughs> okay awesome so when you're a storyboard a storyboard artist you're working directly with other storyboard artists as well as the director is that correct is that right yeah yeah so you'll get um a script and you'll get like you know your sequence or whatever and mm-hmm. then you'll you'll get a schedule and you'll board it out within certain amount of time you'll get notes from the director um yeah oh and I, did you I I, I I got lost talking about storyboarding but did you want to hear about any other jobs within animation as, oh yeah go for <laughs> it yeah yeah 
Yeah, it's good for someone going that wants to do exactly what you're doing to like see the different pathways, you know? Totally. And then, like I said, that that's just the area in which I'm, I know experience in more so. And like I said, really directed. I just have had a a bunch of um, really talented friends who have done lead directing work, and so it's all you're saying. Mm -hmm. But yeah, uh, and then obviously, like I do dabble a little bit in the design side. but I've only, uh, in animation, I've only done uh, design work for like friends pitches or uh, mm-hmm. coworkers pitches or things that they're developing on the side. So I've done like more character design work mm-hmm. for that, um, which has been for me a great way of getting more and more experience to the point where now, um, I don't know if you know, but it's it's a little bit of a lull right now in, in storyboarding um, with all mm-hmm. the murders happening oh no I don't know do you want to talk about that a bit or just like what it is like what's going yeah. on <laughs> gosh I mean I'm, I'm I don't understand all the business stuff but I know okay that's okay like, I just know that it's affected a lot of my my friends I've had some close friends that have been their shows have been canceled so they've been oh, all this I see. because these big companies are doing these fi- making these financial decisions the mm. they end up canceling stuff and it's it's a real shame because I think yeah a lot of these shows are, are great um but yeah, and that's tough because I think some of the people, I mean, I don't know, but it sounds like that some of the people like making the decisions are kind of out of touch with the creative process of it, right? It's more of a financial decision that like, okay. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. So that's, so that's been a tough, but, but there's, I mean, there's still a lot of cool things being made. Um, yeah. For me, I, you know, I, I finished up uh, uh, working on like a PBS kids show a, a couple months ago and I, oh, I've been- amazing. Yeah, so that was that was fun. Um, but I, since then, I've been you know looking for storyboard work, and it's it's been mm-hmm. scarce. Uh, but I've kind of fallen into doing some more design work. So I've been doing some designs for for games and stuff like that more recently. Oh, that's incredible! So how does that differ from what you've done before? Like how did? Oh my gosh, there's so much to this because I guess like each show, each every each anything that you animate has a totally different style and like moves differently <laughs> so that how does that affect you as on the storyboard artist side or does it maybe it doesn't with yeah no like, that's, yeah that's like such a great question um and yeah so uh it's interesting because i you know as i'm doing some design stuff for more character mm-hmm. design stuff for games i'm having to to lean more into into my personal style kind of more mm-hmm. into how i I draw when I have free time or when I like uh-huh. uh, realistically a little, a little different than how I storyboard. Cause when I'm storyboarding um, <clears throat> it's all about getting the, the movement and the idea. And so depending on the, the type of show. So I've worked, um, I've worked in adult, I've, I've worked in children. So I've had like, I've, I've had a variety of uh, types of jobs. Uh, mm-hmm. I think examples. So uh, I worked at Bento Box uh, recently for like two years on, on an adult show. And with that one, we had to be very like on model as mm-hmm. we drew all the characters to look like exactly like the uh, character designs. And it was an, an adult animated show. So um, uh, they, they were, you know, very like humanoid, more realistic kind of designs. Okay. Interesting. Whereas, um, whereas like before that, I'd worked on like a... Uh, like a curious George, I worked on a, a curious George movie, which is a good example. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> so was, amazing. Yeah, that was one of it was oh shoot, which one's it called? Okay, it's a curious George cape something. Oh my gosh, this is bad. <laughs> I need to remember. <laughs> <laughs> curious George like goes to uh, an oceanside town and okay. like, 
it's great. Um, it's probably also the most recent Curious George. Like, well, yeah, it came out, I think, uh, a few months ago or last year. Uh, time, oh, okay, cool. Time is, I know, I know, time for me too. It's so hard to like track. It's crazy <laughs> since COVID. Um, okay. Um, wow, that's amazing. That's a tangent, but the, <laughs> the reason I say that yeah, yeah. is uh, because. Uh, so, but so when I'm with Curious Georgia, I, I am lo- like I was more of a children's style. It's like completely but, different, and it doesn't need to be as on. It needs to be on model, but it's more important to get the action and the the movement. And a lot of uh, boring um, in, in movies as opposed to for TV. Um, a lot of times, okay. if they're they're looser, and it's you're going to get the gesture and the expression mm. and the emotion. That's more important than the uh, like staying on these like strict models. That's incredible. Why, why is in video games, why is it more important to stay on the strict model? Like, is it a preference thing based on who you're working with? Or is it um, because of like the function of the storyboard is different? Oh, yeah. Um, So to to clarify, uh, so uh, the model on model stuff is more for adult animation, uh, not video games. Like always. Yeah, oh, I see. So, okay, got it. And then that's and I, it's it's varied, but I, I find in adult animation, the boards usually are like a little uh, stiffer, and it's more about the comedy, the writing, st- and getting just the, oh, okay. that kind of stuff. Based on my my experience, um, and also two D. There's a there is a difference sometimes between two D and three D shows. Uh, for instance, the oh, first mm-hmm. show I worked on, um, which was uh, Ready Jet go uh, Craig Bartlett show very cute kid show um shout out to Craig he's been <laughs> such a help to me in my whole career um Amazing. yeah he um so uh did it so that was CG uh-huh. uh, so I did and once again especially being like a beginner working on that show like it was I wasn't as good on as staying on model but it didn't matter as much because okay these CG models so they didn't have artists like that had to I see really copy the um right drawing so it was okay but even then even then I remember one time I drew this like alien character I made his like neck just a little too long and the animators like imitated it and it looked so bad and so like I had to you got to watch your being on model. I was like, oh, I'm sorry. oh, I see. That's so crazy. It's something we don't like. People don't realize everything that goes into it, you know. Which is why I love having this like conversation. It's totally. So cool. Yeah, like a detail I'm, like that, you know. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And I'm so sorry. I'm like a little all over the place with answering your questions. No, but no, it's amazing. It's good. Circle back to like the video game thing. Yeah, that. So that's yeah. That's, you're making more like a finished drawing that's that's it. <laughs> okay oh that makes sense yeah completely so if you could do um if you can work on absolutely anything what's your personal preference like do you prefer um the ch- like like when it's like a looser style or do you prefer when you have to be on model or do you know it's like indifferent yeah you know it depends um you know I'm really I'm really passionate about developing my own projects and pitch- pitches mm-hmm. on the side um, so I always have a million things I'm putting my energy to on the side. So, um, I, I, but I also always want to do a good, good job at whatever work I'm doing. So if it's mm-hmm. a job that's kind of more intensive, I, I put my projects right to the side and, and I'll focus on, on that kind of job and I'll get really into it and enjoy it. Um, whereas if it's like a simpler show with like less, um, brain power, then I can, then mm-hmm. I can have time to to work on on that so it 
Um, but I think for me personally, like I really love, I do really love when I get to work on like an animated show with lots of acting and character stuff. And, um, you know, like some of my, some of my cartoons, like some of my favorite cartoons that really made me want to get into animation were things like, uh, gravity falls over the garden wall. Um, just stuff with a lot of funny character acting stuff. Mm -hmm. That's my, I love that. (laughs) Was that the question? Yeah, yeah, no, completely. So what's your, um, have you, I assume so, but like, is it really amazing to watch characters that you've created um, kind of come to life with like the voice actors and stuff like that? Like, is that, what's that like? Like seeing your characters suddenly be people <laughs> or whatever, or characters. <laughs> yeah. So um, like, so as a board artist, you know, what, what happens is, you know, we get the script and we get the character designs and, um, and usually I've had a few instances where I've come onto a show early and they don't have the audio, but usually they have the acting and the audio oh. all recorded. And so oh, we'll bring that into Storyboard Pro. And so we'll kind of watch it come to life as we, as we bring it to life. Okay. As we're it. And that's why yeah. I love acting. Cause you know, if you have a really good like actor reading these like crazy lines, just like, ah, you know, <laughs> you can get inspired and like reflect that in the board um yes oh and when you see the final animation it's it is very cool to be like oh my gosh like I drew that it's just now it's like finished and cleaned up and all the things that I wished I had time to do that I don't that they hired a studio oh. <laughs> you know wow that is so fascinating yeah. so it's actually um I asked that question like assuming the wrong order so oftentimes <laughs> you actually have <laughs> you actually have the characters it's cast you have the voices and you're kind of inspired by the voices to like work with the characters. Yeah. Right? Usually, yeah, oh, usually, wow. yeah. The process is like, you know, you get writers, they write a script, you get designs, you know, this is, this is in an ideally run production. Like I said, yes, I, yeah. Um, like, you know, I had one show that I was joining in on, on the beginning of the show and uh, we started with scripts, but no audio um, okay. character designs, but the character designs continue to change, uh, as we worked. So we kind of sometimes would have um, to go back on our boards and, and alter them or mm-hmm. do our boards in a way that they were unfinished in certain areas. Um, mm-hmm. but that's been a pretty rare experience. Usually I come onto a show and they give me characters, character design script and recorded audio. And so from that, then that's like a recipe for storyboards. <laughs> so. Okay. Wow. I'm like, okay. I don't know how I didn't know that. So when they're casting for voiceover, cause I've had some like voiceover um, auditions and stuff. So at that point they have the script and they're casting the voices, like the roles, mm-hmm. um, but they don't necessarily have like the final designs yet. I'm not sure, you know, I, oh, I actually, okay. maybe, uh, I think maybe it varies from production to production. Maybe that's okay. the right answer, but, um, I mean, I assume probably if they're casting, they probably, they should have design. I mean, you know, they, I assume okay, so, okay. maybe not finalized designs, but at least have an idea of like, like what the characters like, okay. who they are. So they're, I assume when they're looking okay. for, but that's so cool that, oh my gosh, I know you're asking me questions, but I have questions about that. I'm like, that's <laughs> um, Okay, wait, so then the storyboard artists, it's more like specifically storyboard artists that oftentimes come after that. It doesn't mean like the designs are made, right? I'm, I'm like conflating the two. <laughs> no, no, totally. It's okay. Because like, like I said, I, it's been a little different show to show or like depending on how big the studio is. Mm-hmm. Um, in TV, a lot of times it's kind of like episode to episode. So um, to, to go into a little bit more about the other 
other jobs. Yeah. Animation, like, you know, we have designers, you have prop designers, you have character designers, you have background designers. Um, my friend actually, who I was just visiting with, she's a, she's a very talented background designer over at Warner Brothers. Oh. Um, wow, so, that's so cool. Yeah, yeah. And so, <laughs> no, it's so cool. <laughs> There's like so that's, it takes so many people to make so many and like all the genius you guys are all amazing so you're saying your friend um like specializes in designing backgrounds like the details of that okay yeah yeah so and so um but so and so in television you know you have episodes you're going to be getting kind of different backgrounds different props Uh maybe in every yeah episode and so you're producing so i'm storyboarding an episode and then we get to the next episode so we might not get you know the prop designers might be getting the script and starting to design these props right before we're starting. I, 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 I don't really, I don't have as many, uh, production friends. <laughs> so I'm okay, like, okay. Uh, <laughs> it's all chaos to me. Um, uh-huh. you know, I, I do have friends who have worked in it and, uh, God bless them. Like, because, you know, they're managing a bunch of artists uh-huh. that are all over the place. You know, I, <laughs> you know, we're all like, yeah creative type like I you know I'm, I'm like I can't I can't do math I can't do anything else I can draw give me a pencil tell me what to do you know <laughs> um but yeah so I think so you know so there'll be uh they can be making we're like we won't have finished backgrounds if we're when we're boarding something but I know when okay. I was with Mulligan for instance um which Mulligan I'm not sure when it's coming out but it's gonna be so good I'm I'm so sad it's not out yet because it, it was a okay. really intensive production but um uh, it's like a Tina, Tina Fey, Robert Carlock show. Oh, amazing. Um, I can say it because it's been announced, but, but good, I, can't, good, good. I can tell you nothing else about it. Okay. Okay. Um, perfect. But, but someday it'll come out and it's going to be amazing. Lots of amazing artists on there. Uh, shout out to everyone at Bento Box that I worked, worked with. Um, but, but that show had more complicated backgrounds. So, okay. uh, so towards that tail end of episodes, uh, and I was on this show for a long time, almost two years. Oh, um, oh my gosh, yeah. incredible! Yeah, so on the tail end of of that show, we had we had a ton of finished, pretty much finished background drawings that we could pull into the storyboard file and then draw our characters acting on top of that background mm. and reuse shots. We didn't have to because um, at the beginning of the process, as you're boarding, you know, we don't have these finished backgrounds. Uh-huh. Um, sometimes, uh, you know, background artists are getting you know, they're getting an idea of what backgrounds they need based on the boards as well. I think, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. It's like I said, it's been a little different on every production, but, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, by the tail end of a, of a TV show or like a well-established TV show, they usually have a lot of assets that board artists can pull from, mm-hmm. um, which helped me so much. Cause you know, uh, while I love to, push myself and and I can draw a background and I've learned how to do it. It's definitely not my strength. <laughs> you know, I'm, mm. I'm definitely like a character design and like acting, acting person, you know, anything like that. And, um, so I'm always, I'm grateful when there's like incredible backgrounds to pull from <laughs> for boards. Yeah. So cool. And by the way, I've seen your characters like on your website and your prop designs. Uh, so cool. Oh, thank you so They're much. They're really amazing. I was like, oh my God, like how do people do this? Oh, it's so, so cool. Yeah, 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 for sure. Those are so funny. Those are actually pretty old because I, when I first graduated, I was angling to get into uh, more um, design. Uh, and then I ended up kind of just like falling into, into storyboarding. <laughs> so I was like, oh, yeah. okay, you know, like that. And that's kind of the fun thing is like, you're not, there are so many kind of avenues. 
avenues and roads. And if you get tired of one thing, you can explore another area. And, and, um, most like I have some friends in the boarding industry, storyboarding industry who have been working for, for years, you know, like, Mm -hmm. uh, and, uh, they, most of them have had times when they've tried design or tried other things or done directing or or stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, and you can always come back. You can always, you know, yeah, exactly. That's such an awesome thing. So for someone just getting into it, maybe from college, maybe not, um, would you advise them to just get um, get in however, you know, like however they can, that's something they enjoy in animation. Um, mm-hmm. And even if it's not like the exact niche thing they want to do, just start there and you can always like branch out to these different uh, departments. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think everybody's <laughs> journey is a little different. And yeah, I think for sure. Getting to where they need to be in all sorts of ways. Um, so, like, you know, if I were to talk to a student just graduating, I, uh-huh. first thing, the number one thing I would say is like, you know, trust yourself and what you naturally mm. gravitate to, what you like, like what you love to do the most. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you get an opportunity outside of that, take it. You know, so I would mm-hmm. say, you know, yeah, love character design, and that's really what you want to do. Like but you can also do other things. And, you know, there's an opportunity that opens up in another direction. Like I said, just take whatever opportunities come to you while trusting, uh, in your, in, in doing what you really love, right. you know, is, yeah. uh, yeah. Cause I do love, I love, I love making finished pieces. So design work mm-hmm. really does satisfy a part of my, my soul when I can make a, something finished and refine it. Um, mm-hmm. I also fell in love. I, like I said, I didn't initially intend to go towards storyboarding, but I ended up falling in love with, with that on the journey. So yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. amazing. And now, and I also would assume that, um, with like all this different experience, you're also able to, because all of these roles collaborate with each other. So if you've done that role before, even later down the line, when you're in another role, you kind of have, a you just have like a fuller understanding because you're still working with storyboard artists or whichever role it is, you know? Totally. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's one of the reasons why I'd love to, you know, get into directing more and, 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 you know, be on the other side, uh, mm-hmm. you know, cause I, I oh my gosh, I do, <laughs> I, I swear I've even heard like my directing friends be like, oh yeah, when board artists do that, you know, it's tough. I'm like, oh, oh interesting. I know I've done that, you know, like, whatever, like, <laughs> yeah. but it's, it's helpful to know that. And like, and so when, yeah, it's right. when you can kind of understand you know, kind of how everything like functions. Like I, I, you know, I'm scared to get a production job, but I feel like it would be maybe helpful for me someday to <laughs> see what that's, yeah, definitely. Or, you know, uh, maybe just talk more to friends who I definitely want to talk. I, I have a few friends that I know are acquaintances that are in production that I, I want to just ask them how. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> how do <you> do <laughs> yeah, do it. Definitely. Yeah. Um, so for your personal projects, like the things that you're just creating um, on your own, what do, is there any type of story or type of character or genre that you gravitate towards? Yeah. Oh my gosh, you're asking such great, <laughs> such good. These are such fun questions. I love answering. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Um, so yeah, I would say like I write all sorts of like genres, like. Um, I, I'm develop. I'm always developing like pitches and stuff like that. And, uh, uh, I, I still need to get like, um, an agent or if I want, yeah. some studios will like let you pitch, um, if you're, if you're working currently at the studio. So I have some pitches for Bento Ooh. Box that I 
didn't finish until after I <laughs> after I left. Okay. So work for them but again. Can you, you can still, I assume, pitch them though. I mean, they still know you. <laughs> yeah. Or is it like, yeah? Totally. You you usually can, um, but there's some legal stuff sometimes where you uh, need to have oh, a interesting. and okay. agent. Uh, I'm like I said, I'm still at the very beginning stages of understanding this process, but um, mm-hmm. I have like a, a good friend of mine. Um, uh, they uh, recently like they're just always pitching things, and I'm I'm just constantly mm-hmm. soaking up what they're doing. And like, wow, it's it's a lot of work. <laughs> um, but no, but it, so so I have kind of genres like all over the place. But I would uh-huh. say like, the stories that I like really love to tell. I mean, I mean, you know, obviously everyone's drawing from their personal experience, but right. uh, things that are like really close to my heart are like, um, you know, mental health stuff, you know, the queer mm-hmm. community, um, women, girls, you know, so I, I a lot of stories about yeah, awesome. people, like, that fall within, you know, uh, that type of uh, group mixed with, uh, you know, genres that I'm really into at the time, you know, like maybe it's like a high fantasy with like, a, mm-hmm. you know, some weird queer lady with ADHD who knows, you know, like, yeah, no, for sure. That's that's awesome. Oh, so cool. So when you said you write, do you also write like, write? Yes. Yeah. So um, I didn't realize that. Okay. I kind of, that's my problem is I dabble. If you can't tell, I dabble in everything. (laughs) No, but yeah, I mean, creative. Yeah. It was always tough, but, um, yeah, that's something that I um, have the least amount of experience in, and I'm I'm really in a, in a learning process with uh-huh. myself right now. Um, uh, but yeah, I started actually. Well, so I, I forgot to add this into you know when I was explaining how I got into animation. I I actually used to do uh, web comics for years. Mm-hmm. Um, when I started high school, um, I did a, a high school program where I got my own computer. And it came mm-hmm. with, uh, with a, like, a, it wasn't a Cintiq, but it was uh, <laughs> a tablet. And so it was like okay. uh, this flat thing. And then you could get a, a, a pen and you would draw on it and it would translate it like onto the computer. Oh, wow. Cool. Yeah. And you can still get these. Like it's, it's just, okay. like, they're cheaper than Cintiqs and it just takes mm-hmm. your brain like adjusting mm-hmm. <laughs> to like the, the confusion yeah, to like drawing the thing here seeing it yeah, like, yeah. In a different place okay. um but yeah so I so when I got that in high school I just went crazy and I'm like I'm gonna make a so I made a whole comic book it was very silly oh man how cool um, yeah I, I met a lot of like online friends and I was like I would so I was so that was like my how I started getting to, into writing and drawing and storytelling and animation like kind of all in one was was through uh-huh. comic and I love oh comics. my gosh that's cool yeah, yeah so. okay oh awesome so um when you're writing you're always writing um anim- animated shows or animated content right yeah, yeah. Like that's in your part like in your yeah <laughs> yeah when I write I, I don't see usually I don't see them as real people usually okay, I see I got them. it yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah that's so cool and yeah. do you have any experience with voiceover or like voice um voice acting Oh my gosh. Uh, no, not beyond just, you know, when you pitch and you're doing the voices, <laughs> you know, oh, interesting. Um, okay. but, uh, but I, I think it's amazing and, you know, I want to, I want to get, get into it more. Into more. That's why when you yeah. said some voice acting stuff, I was so interested because I, I, that's a whole, that's a whole different. Yeah, I also though I'm actually yeah like I totally also want to learn more and get into it more though. It's just like the ones that have <laughs> just like some have come, but it hasn't been like 
like he like a main thing yeah like you know what um, i mean <laughs> yeah. No, it's yeah it's it's uh i mean it's i mean it's like a super voice acting is like a super competitive feel from what i understand you know like and you have those like like tara strong and these like consistent voice actors that are just like dominating the the industry and it's they're very talented uh but but yeah uh but no i so i'm trying to like learn how to do it well enough so when i'm making my own storyboards or my own like projects i can i can do it well enough for that right. but um you know ideally i'd rather have like a professional or somebody yeah <laughs> like, you know, that makes sense cool. you could also cast yourself in it like eventually if you're right for some parts and yeah totally yeah because because yeah. you have an idea of how their characters sound and yeah there's certain ones you can you can do it and some you can't <laughs> so yeah exactly oh that's awesome how what is if you can speak to this like what is the pitching process normally like or is that like a loaded question because it's like I know it's like a huge process and like differs depending on a lot of things totally no so so do you mean because because it can be confusing because I'm both talking about pitching uh concepts and ideas to studios to sell and then also talking Uh about pitching an episode where you're showing your board I see yes the episode and the, the like little like and this happens and and you know and you're pitching it to your to the director or the people who are in charge right. they give their notes and and stuff like that so um yes yeah, so which one do you prefer to talk about like which do you have more experience with I know um yeah I know you're like working on both but yeah yeah well, I, I like I said I really I haven't I'm really just in the beginning stages of like okay this pitching project so I I like I said I I don't have a lawyer. I don't have any representation. Mm-hmm. Nothing like that. So I, I just have pitches that are, I'm sitting on that I have yet to to do that process with. So okay, okay, got it. <laughs> I, I, that's what I'm like. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, no, for sure. That makes sense. I, I hope I find out. You know. Um, <laughs> yeah. But um, but no, with uh, with like pitching boards, uh, it's you know I've had like I feel like I've had some unique experiences where I haven't had to do that as much or I've been like at smaller studios where it's just like the director popping in and I'm like, Oh, I'm going to do this and this. And they're like, yeah, yeah. And change this. And, and then we don't really okay. have like, here's my board. Um, right. Okay. Okay. So it's been more okay. informal and like yeah. collaborative. Yeah. That's cool. That's yeah. really cool. I didn't realize, but sometimes that's like a whole pitching, uh, I was going to say like event, not event, but like, yeah, like yeah. sometimes you actually pitch your board, like you create the whole thing. That's like a presentation. Exactly. Yeah. So when I was okay. at, and I'm trying to think of a studio that I did that at, uh, so when I, I worked at uh, Stupid Buddy briefly, which is a stop motion studio. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. It was, a, it was a, it was a cool, uh, environment to be in, to be able to like walk past, cause, you know, they did do all their animation in house. So, and that's such a rare mm-hmm. thing. So it was cool to be able to like walk and see all these like cool setups. Um, anyhow, that's a total aside, but, uh, so, you know, uh, I worked on a, the show Modoc over there, which is like a Marvel character. Uh, so it was a, it's, it did, I, I don't think it did super well, but I loved it. I had a fun time working on it. Um, I love Patton Oswalt and he was the voice and oh, creator. That was, cool. oh my gosh. I know. I was so jealous. A coworker like ran into him at like a comic shop. Like, <laughs> Why couldn't it have been me? <laughs> But yeah, so, um, but no, so we would, yeah, we would, uh, we'd be given a certain amount of time to okay. board out like the, something. Chunk, of the, chunk of the episode. I, I think they, if I remember correctly, I think they divided it into thirds. So we'd okay. have the script and then I like one of us would do one, the 
first half and the middle half and the end half. And, um, yeah. And then we would have, uh, yeah, we would just go, we went, I remember we went to like one of the rooms and we played it on the TV and we were, you know, going through it and doing our voices and, and whatever and explaining what's happening if we don't have the, the audio already, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think it's, uh, yeah, yeah, no. So, and, um, yeah, so like in that, ex- that's pretty amazing. So in that experience, it's like, you actually have a deadline and it's like, you have to do a pitch by a certain date for totally. like each section. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, deadlines are, deadlines are always like a, a, a big thing and, and very important and necessary and, and difficult, but, <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, but yeah, you know, but like, I, I do think I've had a little bit of a unique experience where I haven't had that direct like pitching Mm -hmm. uh, experience as much because uh yeah stupid buddy was the one place where we really I felt like we did did the more standard type of pitching um with Mm -hmm. uh but like you know when I was at bento box for two years at Mulligan uh everyone was it was such a busy intense show but yeah so yeah so like at Mulligan uh, the directors were very very busy um so you know I'd show them my work and they would like have their notes but it, just because it was such a chaotic, uh, yeah, uh, not, not chaotic, but just like it, fast it, turnaround fast time, pace, turnaround. right? And everyone was like stretched a little thin uh-huh. because it was, a, it was a big, uh, you know, when they when you have like a bigger name attached to things, I think it can be a little more yeah. pressure on the production. Um, so yeah, so we so it wasn't quite you know we had it we had like deadlines we had like scheduling and yeah. stuff like that, obviously, um, and we would have like meetings and we would go through the boards and we would get notes on the boards, uh, but it wasn't as much like a, a pitching like yeah like a formal uh, okay that's awesome yeah but my Maybe friends sounds, over, yeah oh sorry <laughs> no no go for it I, I was gonna say but like my friends over at like Disney or like Nickelodeon usually seem to have more of like a standard like oh like, they do uh, interesting. Yeah. And I haven't worked at either of those studios okay. yet. So, yet. Cool. <laughs> so. Yeah. You've worked at DreamWorks, right? DreamWorks Universal. That was, uh, DreamWorks that, Universal. so, and that was uh, the Curious George movie over there. Oh, so. that's so cool. That's like, I assume that's a total dream job. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> For, it's kind of, yeah. It's weird when you get it because you have to, you kind of have to take moments, you know, cause burnout is such a real thing in this industry. Mm-hmm. Like that's an, something if somebody like was wanting to get into boarding that's something I would say is like guard your energy and mm. deadline does feel like too much like always prioritize your health your mental health your physical health right for sure um, for anything yeah because yeah. I I've definitely you know especially earlier on in, in my career like pushed myself too far to the point where I couldn't even enjoy that I was like I'm mm-hmm. working on a Curious George you know I think at oh, that time so fascinating. Was, yeah. Experiencing a little burnout just from even previous shows I'd been on. I remember just feeling really, really tired a lot, even though it was a, a fun show. And if anything, right. it was like, there was a breath of fresh air. It was like a, uh, there was, you know, some, there's always issues on productions, but uh, the actual work itself overall was like, the characters were so cute and the story was so cute. And um, so, yeah, so I, I even still have to just have days where I say like, I'm, I'm, doing the thing like I'm, I'm yeah or just even think about like I worked on a show that you know it was not a big Marvel show but it's a Marvel show you know it's, it's yeah, easy it's amazing diminish uh your accomplishments or not be aware of yeah things that you're you are are doing because you're just because it is a job and you are working right hard uh, right yeah it's amazing though like if you think of little Charlotte, 
who probably wanted to do this and um yeah it's like you know what I mean it's like don't you have to like intentionally not forget that that's incredible yeah but I get it for sure because when something becomes your job and you have to do it within deadlines and within other people's feedback and opinions and it's like within limits you know because it is it's like a business (laughs) but still it's really amazing yeah for sure but no it's definitely yeah happy to do it (laughs) yeah (laughs) I know I know I can tell you're very passionate well I'm gonna ask you just a few fun random questions all right for sure um okay cool if you were if you were a professional athlete what sport would you play and why oh if I was you know the first thing that comes to mind is soccer because when I was Uh a kid I knew people who played like girl other girls who play soccer and I'm like those girls are cool. Girls who play soccer are really cool. And like, I just, yeah. uh, so I want to say soccer, uh, not because I have any skill or can kick a ball, but because I, that was the thing I wanted to do as a kid before, before I knew that I could, had no coordination. Um, uh, yeah, I think so. I did do a little bit of baseball uh, and some little tiny baseball teams, but I was always in the outfield and I was really bad. So. <laughs> My sister was actually, a, um, I mean, she, yeah, yeah. She's a big soccer player. My sister, like she played in college and everything and they're all so cool. You're right. Yeah, <laughs> they really are. It's like really, yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, what is your horoscope sign and does that mean anything to you? <laughs> I love this question. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, it's so funny. It's like, I'm from the East coast and moving out here. I'm like horoscope, schmoroscope. And now I'm like, I'm a cancer with a Scorpio moon. And I think Libra rising. <laughs> yeah. So, no, no. Yeah. Capricorn is my sign. I very much identify with, uh, you know, as you can tell, I'm very driven there. Everything I start doing, it becomes like a full blown project. So. Uh-huh. Yes. Oh, awesome. Do you have like you identify with some Capricorn traits that you read about and stuff? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like, oh, especially cool. The, uh, the focus on like job stuff, uh, you know, success and being driven and like, yeah. everything, you know, um, yeah, yeah. definitely like the Capricorn traits that I, that I relate to, but then I also very much feel my Scorpio moon because I feel <laughs> so many things. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Awesome. What's your sign? Oh, mine's Taurus. And, um, <gasps> yeah. Horns and Tauruses get along really well. Oh yeah. I yeah. didn't even know that. Cool. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember, like I looked up recently the, my, like, that's the sun sign, right? That's your sun mm-hmm. sign. But I looked up recently the moon and what's the other one? Moon and rising. And I think moon, yeah, moon is- and rising. Like, I think moon is your inner life and then rising is what you present, I think. Oh, oh, I'm glad you said that. I've actually wondered, like, it never sticks with me, like, which is, like, represents what. Now I'm going to look it up again and, like, look at it from that angle, you know, and be like, oh, okay, it's, cool. It's, yeah, it's so fun. Like, even for me, I'm like, I don't fully believe it, but it's, but it's a really great, like, stepping stone for self-reflection I think so yeah I know it is I think it's really cool like have yeah. you ever looked up um there's all these tarot readers on YouTube and some of them are like you know about this okay good <laughs> I got a tarot deck right <laughs> oh amazing yeah. I actually like recently I've like yeah like my mom my sister 
all kind of like we um they were like uh they'll like discover a tarot reader that's like really amazing on youtube and they'll be like have you guys seen this person and like and they do all these readings okay cool so you know i love it no i love it because I feel like the good tarot readers on YouTube or even like on TikTok or wherever you're, you're mm-hmm. finding them, uh, they're the ones who like, they just say like really wise, generalized yes. things. Yeah. And, and even if it's not like, you know, they say take it or leave it, you know, even if it's not speaking into your like immediate situation, you can still get like, su- like such good advice. Yeah. Like, I'm like, oh my gosh, like, I feel like I've learned so much from just yes, tarot cards. Like, the- right. And a lot of them, um, yeah, like, regardless, because a lot they say such wisdom, like, even, even just like the way they phrase things or like things come to them, it's, it's like beautiful. Like, so I'm like, oh, like you think of how they've said it or like, um, yeah, yeah like, yeah, and then like some of them also do seem to channel too, and not just like read the cards straight, reading the cards. But okay, anyway, cool. So you do. Have- <laughs> yeah, I always, I still have those moments where I'm like, oh, "That's my exact situation." Like, they're real. Like, yeah. No, I get. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah. For sure. Um, and then this is called behind the now, but um, there's an emphasis on be the now. So how is there anything that you do to be the now, like to be present? Or is there anything in your life in which some people don't consciously do something to be the now, but maybe um, they realize like, oh, when I go on a walk or just like moments or things in which they are in the now. (laughs) That was so convoluted. No, it was great. I love that. That's such a, like, it kind of ties into like what I was saying about being present and and allowing yourself to enjoy. Right. For sure. Um, so yeah, I actually, I do, I feel like I, tarot, tarot reading is, is a reminder for that for me. Mm-hmm. So I do have, you know, nights where I, I light some candles and I just like, it's some incense, like very sensory things bring, uh-huh. me, cool. bring me my present and just, I journal, I journal so much, uh, oh, that's awesome. I journal about myself. I journal about story ideas, you know, I, I, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. stuff like that helps me to be present, um, walks, I listening to music and just getting mm-hmm. the, in the music and the beauty of nature. Um, and that, that keeps me present, but it also pushes me like to create more into the, into uh-huh. the- All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause like inspiration comes from those moments I find when you're like present, you know, or mm-hmm. you're like distracted, but in a way it's like present because you're not like overthinking about anything, you know? And then it's like something comes to you. <laughs> Yeah. Well, and honestly too, like, that's why I still have to tr- prioritize, I would say uh, drawing for fun, drawing for me. Right. Drawing for oh, interesting. So just, right. so I, I, yeah, I guess I'd say painting is a hobby of mine. So mm. painting is something that's completely unrelated to my animation career. It's not really getting me anywhere in that. So, uh, when I do painting or I, I was playing around with like abstract painting and that was like, mm. Really healing for the part of me that was burnt out, and the creative part of me that just like wasn't present. Um, mm-hmm. Just be able to meditatively, just not worry about getting everything perfectly, and just getting mm-hmm. like focusing on the beauty of the colors and how it was making me feel, and what was just whatever was coming out. So yeah, that's so beautiful. That's amazing. And also, do you know how to read tarot? Because you have a deck. You, can you do it yourself? Oh, you yeah. can. Oh, that's I mean- incredible. I, I need the book. I need the book for reference. I can't just be like, okay, oh. yeah, I have a few. Then, cards. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. Did you teach? Uh, you're like, 
How did you learn out of curiosity? Oh my gosh. Well, it's so funny. The friend that's good at backgrounds is literally right here. She was the one who, who, uh, introduced me to it initially or, or you know, oh, okay. just like or at least TikToks and stuff where it's like, uh-huh. follow her, like they're great. And I was like, what's this tarot thing? You know, let me just like look into it a little bit. And, and I'd had other friends who'd been into it, you know, before, but, um, <laughs> I grew up like very religious. Um, oh, yeah, like everyone in LA, I'm, I'm spiritual, you know, <laughs> big, you know, things. Um, and so for me, like, like just, just, you know, having the tarot cards, uh, has been like a great, uh, Lucy, loose, holy, you know, I'm, I'm not like, I never give them like the power to like, yeah, like real, right, right. it's mm-hmm. more like, what, what, how can I apply this wisdom written on this cards to like whatever situation I'm in? Um, yeah. So yeah, so but a lot of the so the first deck I got, uh, a lot of them come with like a booklet. So oh, I just, okay, I mostly just do a really simple uh, spread where it's like three, it's yeah, like past, present, future, um, and you know, and like I said with the future card, it's not, it's not like this is your future. It's more like yeah, you know, it is like how can I apply this wisdom as I move forward? <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, so, for sure. Yeah, so I um. Yeah, I just mostly have to check the book, but there's a few cards where I'm like, I know this card because I yeah, get it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's so cool. I've loved talking to you. You're so amazing and so creative. So thank you so much for doing this. I appreciate it. Oh my gosh, I'm honored. Thank you for having me on. I'm excited to like listen to more of your podcast. And I, I listened to some of the episode with uh, my friend, Davey. Who, you oh, know, awesome. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, he's amazing. I'm glad he, um, yeah, connected us. Where can our listeners find you? How can they look up your work? Totally. Um, so Lottie Scribbles, um, that's L-O-T-T-E uh, and then Scribbles, S-C-R-I-B-B-L-E-S um, on most things. Uh, so my Instagram is Lottie Scribbles and my uh, uh, Twitter is Lottie Scribbles. And I also have a, um, <clears throat> excuse me, a, a Lottie Scribbles uh uh, TikTok. Um, but then my main TikTok is C Vives and that's a C C V E V S. Um, and that, that I have a little bit more of a following cause I, I do comedy and stuff like that as well. So I, Oh, cool. I do. I, I'm just, I'm da- I dabble in everything. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's awesome. Comedy stuff, but okay. Yeah. Perfect. Well, thank you so much. You're amazing. And this was so much fun. 